Okay. You're not going to throw high shoes at me. Who can tell? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Who can tell me? Guys, what is our theme? Someone should know by now. Yes, Cameron? Oh, Caitlin? No, you don't get it because you dropped it. Throw it back. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, yes. Okay. Jesus for everyone everywhere, right? So this is going to be this is going to be our last month with this theme. Of course, this is like something that we will know because we're going to go to a new theme. All right. We're going to go to something else. But actually, something new. What? What? Who remembers what book we were going through before? Acts. Acts. Uh, Tyler. I said it first. I said Acts. Acts. All right. Good. Oh come on! No. Uh, no. Axe, yes. But I did, I did, I did. Um, but we are going to change it up a little bit, okay? And we we were in Axe, and we saw how the the early Christians. We saw the early Christians. They lived as though Jesus was for everyone, right? Like Peter gave the sermon, and he and then um, he said that Jesus was for all those who are far off, all those who God calls, right? So it's really not up to us. Um, who Jesus uh, reveals himself to, or, or who God um, lives inside of or gives life to, right? But it's up to God. And so we get to trust that, and we get to live as though that is true, right? Um, but now we are going to, does anyone want to take a guess at what book we're going to be in in October? Oh, uh, yes? Mark. Close, man. Romans. Good close. Matthew. Anyone else want to guess? Who hasn't read the guess? What? Oh, no. Oh, that was closer. Yes? John. Uh, John. Any other guesses? Revelation. Jude. It's like Revelation. the first book. Yes. Genesis. 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 What did you say, Adam? Oh. Genesis. Did you want to Genesis. say something? Genesis. Genesis. Oh, you're right, man. All right. Let's go, Genesis 19. <laughs> In what way? Dude, I, you, you, I didn't call on you. I didn't call on you. This is the one that was Genesis 19. We are going to be in Genesis. We are going to be in Genesis. Okay. Oh, here you go, man. We are going to be in Genesis. Um. <laughs> I, I put trash in here sometimes when I eat them during the week, so you might get a trash. Um, we're going to be in, in Genesis, and we're going to actually uh, specifically be looking at Abraham, okay, the life of Abraham, all right, for the next three weeks, and then we have a hangout later on this month, okay? Um, and we're going to look about how Abraham's life shows us that Jesus is for everyone, and how God interacts with Abraham shows us that Jesus is for everyone, everywhere, okay? And can I, does anyone have a clue before we even read the passage today? Does anyone have a clue? How we already see that Jesus is for everyone, everywhere. Any guesses? Probably not a wrong guess if you're thinking of me. Logan's here. Logan's here. Here, can you? Here, hand that jewel. Hand it to you. There you go. Jewel is here too. Jewels. Okay. Here, here's how we already see it, right? How how long ago did how long ago did Abraham live? How long ago did he live? Lincoln? No, no, Abraham from the Bible. 1860, right? <laughs> a long time ago, like over two, like over thousands of years. He lived thousands of years ago, and the same God who was with Abraham is here alive today. So we already see that Jesus is for everyone, everywhere, because He is the same God who was back then, who we're going to read about today, who is alive today with us. Okay. Probably, was anyone thinking that? Yeah, I was. You? All right. <laughs> you were too? All right. Uh, all right. No, I don't believe the rest of you guys. Um, okay, so here, I'm going to read the passage. We are going to be in Genesis. It's chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, okay? 
So if you want to, if you ever, if you have your phone, or if you can find a Bible around, there are Bibles around actually because we took them out. Or you can follow along on your phone, or you can just listen. Okay. But here's what it is: Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Okay. Here's what it says. Listen up as I read it. Now the Lord said to Abram, "Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great." so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Okay, let me pray real quick, and then we will talk about it. Genesis 12, verses 1 through 3. I'll pray. God, uh, we thank you for being here um, and alive today. Uh, we're reading about Abraham, Abraham, who lived thousands of years ago, um, and you were with him and walked with him. Um, and, and we just thank you for being here with us thousands of years later, um, the same God alive with us today. We pray that you would show us um, who you are, um, that you would put in our hearts uh, more love for you and others. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, have you guys ever been in a situation where you are like, where maybe you see something in real life and it's like, whoa, that's bigger, like you, bigger than I thought it was because you've only seen like pictures or something, or it's like more amazing, what'd you say? like a traffic light. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. Yeah, I guess when you see a traffic light and then you see it up close, you're like, whoa, is that like seven feet tall? Kind of, right? It's probably not seven feet probably tall. Seven feet. Yeah, but it's big, right? Traffic lights. Anyways, anyways, all right, one time in college, all right, I was sitting in the back of class. I was kind of a back class kind of guy, all right? Sitting there, still am a back class kind of guy, yep. Um, sitting in the back of the class, and it was kind of before class started, a few minutes before class started, and maybe it was around Halloween time or something, and I had a little bag of Skittles, and... I don't know why I did this, but I got a nice purple Skittle, all right? And I was like, wow, I don't really like Skittles. So I was like, what else can I do with this Skittle? All right, I was like, I was probably like, this is probably only a couple years ago. I was probably like 20 years old. And I take the Skittle before class starts and I put it up my nose. Put it up my right nostril, right up there in the nostril. This nostril you see right here. What'd you think I was going to do, right? Yes, but listen, listen to this. I was like, oh, it's going to be easy to get out, right? It's going to be easy. Like, I'll probably throw, like, do this or something or, you know. And I was like, all of a sudden, I put, it, I put the Skittle on my nose, and I was like, whoa, that might not come out. That Skittle, I underestimated the, the size of that Skittle. I, yes, I really did do this. And I'm sitting there in the back of our class before class starts. I'm like, the teacher's going to start. He's going to come in soon. He's gonna. So I'm like, I'm sitting back in class, but I don't want people to see me, like, blowing my nose, you know, kind of shoot the Skittle out my nose. Finally, after multiple attempts, rocket it out of my nose. Get the Skittle. No video. That's the only thing we missed. But that Skittle was a lot bigger than I thought it was. Okay? That Skittle, maybe some people like see traffic lights. That Skittle was humongous. It was bigger than I thought it was. Okay? Um, and I, today, something we're going to learn today, okay, from, from Abraham's life, is that faith is bigger than we think it is. That faith is bigger than we think it is, oftentimes, okay? I will not say. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think, I probably did not eat the Skittle. I don't think I ate the Skittle. But I can't confirm. I forget after that I was dazed. Maybe I ate it. Maybe I was like, well, that's a reward for getting it out of my nose. <laughs> yes. No, I'm pretty sure I threw it out. But maybe I threw it out of my mouth. I'm not sure. Um... But guys, faith is bigger than, than, I think, than I think we oftentimes think it is, okay? And what I mean by that 
is that I think oftentimes we all, when we talk about faith and faith in Jesus, we oftentimes make it all about us. We talk about Jesus saving us. Uh, we talk about um, Jesus changing us. Um, we're talking about Jesus giving us, us eternal life. And those are all true things, all good things, right? All those things are true. Jesus does save us. He gives us eternal life. He changes us and sanctifies us. But I think if that is all our faith is, then I think we're missing out on a big part of what faith is. We're missing out on a big part of what faith is. Um, because faith is bigger than just about us. Faith in Jesus is bigger than just about us. All right? And this is, this is, this is what I mean by that. We're going to see in Abraham, in the first verse, okay, um, what, whoever has it up, what does God say to Abram as he, in the first verse? He says, leave your country. What else? Relatives. Leave your relatives, yes. That's essentially it, right? He says, he says, leave where you're from. Go where you're from. Go, where, go from where what's familiar to you. Go from your family, from your house. God is calling Abraham to leave essentially his life, right? Like this was Abraham's life that he was, that he was living. And God was saying, Abraham, you need to leave that life. It, like faith, faith in me, God is saying faith in me means that you are leaving behind your, your old life. You're leaving behind who, who you once were, where you once lived. And that's not always like, uh, like I'm speaking metaphorically to you guys, right? Like you guys don't, don't always have to go and leave. Luke, you don't got to go leave your house, right? You should stay in your house, okay? Um, but in a sense, God, just like God calls Abraham to leave this old life, God calls all of us to leave our lives. He leaves us to, and, and not just to leave and go somewhere random, but God calls us to leave our old lives in a sense and then go somewhere different. He, he gives us a new purpose. Okay, we leave, we leave, in a sense, we leave who we were in a way and we take on this new purpose in life. We have new purpose. All right. Um, can you guys, can you guys think of ways uh, that people tend to make faith about themselves? Kind of a hard question, I feel like. Front row boys. <laughs> yes, yeah. Logan, can you think of any ways? Yeah, that is a role. Hmm. Maybe, maybe this, maybe you guys haven't encountered this a lot, but when I went to college, I went to a, I went to a Christian college, so there are a lot of Christians there, and something I encountered a lot, and even in myself, was I would meet other Christians, and they would want to kind of brag about what they knew about God. They would want to like, they would take, they took pride in what they knew about God and they would show others like, oh, I know this, I know this, like kind of I'm better than you. Like this is my faith and I know this kind of. And so I think that's one way that I feel like as, as we get older, um, we, it's easy for us to think that we are know-it-alls about Jesus and about God and the Bible. And it's easy to kind of parade that around and make it about us. Like, look, look at what I know. Um, can anyone think of any other ways? Going off of that? I think another way is when you say that, you know, like God loves me so much and it doesn't matter like what other people think about me, which is true to an extent. But when it gets to the point where you're going to an extreme of like, you know, maybe you're causing like a lot of turmoil, like in a friendship or in a friend group that you have, and then you just leave and you say, well, God loves me. It doesn't matter what these people think of me, even though you're the one causing like all of that drama. Hmm. Like it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. 
it's, yeah, I think that's a really good point, Grace. Like, I think it's really easy for us to say, oh, God loves me or God has forgiven me so I can do whatever I want now because my actions don't really matter. What I do doesn't really matter. What I think doesn't really matter. Um, and we can just kind of tend to make it, oh, God loves me, so I can do with my life what I want to do with it. I think sometimes we make it about ourselves. Like, even when we come to church, like, we worship God, and, and a lot of times it's like, how does it make me feel? Like, I get so emotional, and it's such a great experience, and then you get that high feeling, you know, like, yes. But you kind of lose the fact that you're there to worship God, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and if you don't get that high, then you might not come because it's about you, you know, but that's not the purpose of the point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really easy to make it just about ourselves and how we feel on Sunday mornings. Yeah, or even when we're here or, yeah. Yeah, I think especially like when you're serving. So like when I'm singing like on stage and sometimes after church, I was like, oh, I feel really good because a lot of people told me that like I sounded really good. So I'm like, if Logan's doing PowerPoint, he did so good on PowerPoint. Sometimes we can be uplifting ourselves. You know? hmm. That worship is totally misguided with us having that. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think all those things are true. And I think it's, it's like important to note that like these things can be good things, right? Like it's, it's not bad to have good feelings. It's, it's not bad to know that Jesus loves us, that he has forgiven us. It's not bad to want to know more about God, right? Um, but, when, but all those things, we can make them about ourselves instead of about God and Jesus um, and, and who he is and what he has done, right? Um, so I think those are all ways that we, can, we should be careful about not making faith just solely about ourselves. Like even though, even though Jesus has saved us, right? He does want us to, he gives us gifts of, of like feeling good and he, and he gives us he, the gift of forgiveness and love, right? Um, but I think there's, there's something bigger that Jesus calls us to than just faith being about ourselves, all right? And we're gonna see it here in verse two, okay? What is this new purpose that faith gives us? In verse two, it says, God says to Abram, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. See, in, in verse 2, God says to Abram uh, that he's going to bless him. He's going to make his name great. But he tells him why. He tells him why. He says, so that you will be a blessing. So this, this new purpose, like faith gives us um, a new purpose that, so that we might be a blessing. So that we might be a blessing. And then we kind of see it. We see it in verse 3 again. At the end of verse 3, um, well, God goes on, he says, I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So in verse 3, it tells us that all the families, all of the families of the earth, imagine all the families of the earth, all of them will be blessed because of Abraham and, and the faith that he has in God. And not because Abraham is special in any way, but because God has chosen him and told him that he's gonna, God is going to do this in Abraham's life. Abraham's not going to do it for himself, right? God's going to do this for him. And he says, so that you will be a blessing and so that all of the families in the earth will be blessed through you. And I think this shows us that our new purpose is to be a blessing to all people, okay? Okay, it's to be a blessing to all people. That is, that is faith gives us the purpose of being a blessing to all people. Um, and faith is bigger than just us. It's bigger, faith in Jesus is bigger than just being about us, um, and the blessing that Jesus is to us, right? Because Jesus is a blessing to us. Um, how, how can we be a blessing to all people? You guys have ideas? Yes? Oh, I have a question. Uh-huh. Is that our new theme? 
Uh, no, our theme is still Jews for Everyone Everywhere. No, 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 Apple. Oh, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Wow, okay. Thank you. Do you have ideas of how we can be a blessing to all people? When you go to the mall, mm-hmm. uh, don't do stupid things. When you go to the mall, don't do stupid things. Okay, interesting. That's a blessing to other people. Yes. Yeah. You can serve your community. You can serve the community. Okay. Yeah, I think right. Like we can give up our time, the time that we usually spend uh, doing things that we enjoy. Some of our time spending those on things that we enjoy, serving others. Um, Helping others who are in need, um, helping others who are hurting, because it's it's hard to give up our time. But I think that that is a good way that we can forget ourselves in a sense and love others and be a blessing to others. How else? Do you guys ever feel like you live kind of double lives? Do you guys ever feel like that? Like you act one way in front of like certain friends and one way in front of parents or teachers or other friends? Um, I think one way we can also be a blessing to people is just living like honest lives, being the same person everywhere we are, um, and, and letting Jesus live through us in that. You guys have more, any more ideas? How about just listening to people, especially people who maybe are hurting or different than us? Listening to people, having conversations where we first listen instead of showing what we know or saying what we feel a need to say. And I think another big way, like we can just kind of going on with like being honest people, we can just be our real selves with people. Because I think when we when we show someone that we're struggling with something, that we're hurting in a certain way, that maybe we have done something hurtful to someone else when we share that with others, um, that opens the door to like solidarity and people feeling like they're seen and heard and loved and also opens the door for like redemption and working towards um, like a, a future that is healed and um, and blessed in a way. Huh? Be a big baby. Luke Luke loves that sermon. Uh-huh. He's called back to it a bunch of times. Yeah. And else have any more ideas how we can be a blessing to all people? Cool. That's totally cool. Um, I think. So something else we have to know here, though, something that is crucial that we can't miss here in this passage, and the last thing that we'll talk about, okay, is that in this passage, uh, God tells us all that we, that we should be, a, or God tells Abraham that he will be a blessing, right? And then in verse 3, he says, and in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Okay, he says, in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. But Abraham isn't the one who actually brings this wholesome, final kind of blessing. Abraham is not who God is actually talking about, who the blessing is, actually. You guys know who we might be talking about? Who is in Abraham's line of lineage, his lineage? David. David, okay. Okay, in a sense. David is. Yes, what did you say? Jesus. Jesus. Uh-huh. Jesus is the one who actually brings a blessing to all people. He is the one who brings a blessing to all people. He is the one who's actually alive here and bringing, and, and bringing a blessing to us as well. Like he has made us alive so that we might be a blessing. He has, he has given us faith in him so that we, might, so that we are saved, yes, yeah, so that we are loved 
um, and forgiven, but also so that we might have faith and then have Jesus alive in us and go be a blessing. We can't be a blessing without Jesus alive in us in a lot of ways. We need Jesus to actually bring like a wholesome blessing to the people around us, to all people. So what, what God is really talking about here is, is Jesus is the blessing. Faith, our faith in Jesus then compels us because of Jesus living inside of us, because of Jesus living inside of you when we trust him. It compels us to be a blessing because Jesus is actually the blessing living inside of us. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right, uh, I'll pray and then we're going to go to small groups, all right? All right, let's pray. God, we thank you. Um, we thank you for who you are. You are um, above us, loving, um, powerful, all-powerful, all-knowing, I mean, and so much more. Um, and we praise you for who you are. And we also praise you that you actually came down to be near us, to be near to us when we, um, while, while we were still sinners, you came near to us and you were a blessing to us. Not so that we might just sit in that and, and know that we are forgiven and just sit there um, and live lives as, as we please, um, but so that we might turn outward and have your spirit inside of us so that we might be a blessing to all people. We pray that you would uh, show us this week how your life inside of us moves us to be a blessing to those around us. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.